You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi and welcome to our Market Talk and Brexit Update special podcast on preparing for Brexit. I'm Gavin O'Carroll from AIB Treasury. This is the second in a short series of podcasts that complements our customer Brexit readiness workshops, which took place nationwide and in conjunction with BDO. Today we are discussing getting finance ready for Brexit and attempt to answer key questions impacting business customers across the island of Ireland. We've a lot to cover on the finance challenge for business, so let's go. We are delighted to welcome with us John Reynolds, head of AIB. AIB Business Centres in Dublin and East. John, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Gavin. Thanks for the invite. I'm delighted to join you. Thank you. Assuming the UK leaves the EU, can you bring customers through AIB's four-step plan to get finance ready for Brexit? Certainly, Gavin. There are four broad steps that impacted SMEs can take to ensure that the cash flow is not depleted in the lead-up or indeed the aftermath of Brexit. Firstly, business importing goods from the UK or indeed through the UK in a hard Brexit scenario would be subject to import charges. These charges will have to be paid up front unless you have a deferred payment arrangement set up with the revenue which will allow you to postpone the payment of import charges to the following month, freeing up much-needed cash flow in the business now. There are a number of steps that need to be followed to get the deferred payment arrangement up and running. Firstly, you need to apply in line with the revenue, and once approved, you will be issued with guarantors undertaking showing the guarantee amount. Secondly, you need to contact your bank and apply for a comprehensive guarantee for the guaranteed amount. Once the guarantee is approved, your bank will issue with a sanction letter to sign and return to them. The third step is you need to send the guarantors undertaking to your bank to be completed and signed by them. And finally, the bank will then send this document to the revenue who will acknowledge receipt and confirm the guarantee is accepted in place. Setting up the comprehensive guarantee with the bank is, is a relatively simple process, but as it requires credit approval, I would encourage you all to engage with your bank as early as possible to ensure that it's in place so that, that in the event of a hard Brexit, you don't have to pay import duties up front. Thank you, John. So that's step one. OK, so what is the next key step? Well, the next step, Gavin, and possibly the most important one, is to establish your working capital requirements. Brexit, directly or indirectly, will bring additional costs to your business, putting a strain on the business cash flow and fundamentally increasing your working capital requirements. Some of these impacts will be more immediate than others. For example, the introduction of customs duties and administration is an immediate cost burden for any business. Possible delays within your supply chain may also lead and mean that you need to hold additional stock for longer. Each of these bring additional costs to the business that isn't there now. It's essential that any business factor these into future projections and ensure that you have the right facilities in place for this new reality. The key point is that you should engage with your bank early to ensure that you have the appropriate facilities in place. There are a range of support measures available to suit individual requirements. And every business customer's requirements are different and they need to assess these themselves. Okay, so that's point uh, step two. And the next key decision, John. Well, the next key decision is some businesses will find that some elements of the business will become unsustainable post-Brexit, whether that's a particular product that will become unsustainable or if there are additional costs in trading with the UK make that actual market unviable for any individual business or product line. If this is the case, any business needs to consider what investment they can make now in order to ensure that the business remains viable post-Brexit. Different businesses will have different requirements depending on Firstly, the exposure they have to Brexit, and secondly, their vision for the company for the future and the business. This should equally be taken as an opportunity to look at a business's strategy and to look to new markets. The key thing, as I said before, is not to wait until Brexit has happened. Act now and get the appropriate facilities in place so that when Brexit does happen, your business is in a position to continue to trade. Again, there are a wide range of finance options to suit any individual circumstances, so talk to your relationship management or indeed your bank. 
Okay, thanks, John. Okay, time to bring in Paul Ward from our Customer Treasury Unit to go through step four of getting Brexit ready, which is managing your foreign exchange risk. Paul, some practical solutions, please, for businesses. The first one, Gavin, I would suggest is a currency account netting. Now, not overly familiar to all customers, but very simply, it's where a business who may be predominantly a payable of sterling or receivable sterling um, effectively mitigates the risk of the currency by doing the opposite. So let me give you a simple customer example to help explain. So you as a business may be exporting to the UK, so you're receiving sterling on an ongoing basis. If you as a business decide then to source some of your raw materials from the UK, now all of a sudden you're paying sterling. So now you've got that netting effect of payables and receivables across a currency account. So you have to have the currency account obviously open. Correct. Domestic sterling accounts, international sterling accounts, there's two different types. Correct, Gavin. There is two different uh, sterling accounts that AIB provide to customers. So depending really on your requirements in relation to that, if it's domestic payments that you're doing within the UK or equally bringing currency back from the UK to Ireland, the domestic sterling account will do if it's international payments that you want to make i.e paying sterling to other parts of the world then i would suggest the international payment account and of course a business may not always get to choose where their suppliers or customers are actually based notwithstanding the message from many organizations over recent years in terms of trying to get your business mix diversified okay next spot foreign exchange the vast majority of our business customers importing and exporting use this product Correct, Gavin. Yeah, the large portion of businesses in Ireland would use SpotFX to manage their currency exposures. SpotFX is very simply a, a binding agreement with your bank to buy or sell currency as required. So effectively, customers that are making their payments either for their imports coming in from the other country, like the UK, or exporting to the other, the other country and receiving in the payments 30 days later, 90 days later, they get the spot that, foreign exchange rates. Yeah, that's it, Gavin. Yeah, so the, the product main feature really is its flexibility. So you, you really are only buying or selling as you require it. But to a point that you mentioned there, and this is the, the kind of the issue for customers to, to consider, is that you have your invoice date and then you have your payment in potentially 30 days or 60 days later. Uh, the risk to you as a business is that currency can move within that time frame. So it's actually leaving your business exposed and leaving your business margins uh, un, unhedged. So you as a business customer might know how much currency you need to pay in 30 days, but you do not know the euro value of that yeah. until you actually set the spot rate in 30 days' time. Yeah, and, and that's critical. And if you take it back into um, the, the referendum, we would have seen with euro sterling moving kind of 10% within a 24-hour, 48-hour period. So that would have detrimental effect for businesses who are unprotected against the sharp move in the currency. And our resident economists and uh, even the Bank of England in recent months as well have flagged that, that the risk is there for a 10 plus percent movement in sterling's value again in a hard deal or no deal scenario. Okay, so if a customer's choice is to manage business FX risk via spot rates, they can access these spot rates via AIB's live streaming foreign exchange rates anytime between 7.30am to 8pm Irish time every business weekday on our IBB business payments platform. Also, we operate out of the dealing room from 7.30 in the morning to 5.30 every day in terms of the phone transactions, specifically around, say, forward contracts, which is the next product we want to discuss. In terms of a customer looking to get more certainty and managing that risk of future date rate certainty, is there a product that can do that? There is, Gavin. Uh, The product that customers would use to basically give themselves uh, FX rate certainty is the forward contract. No different than the spot contract. It's a binding agreement to exchange currencies at an agreed rate. The only difference is with the forward contract, it is in, date, is in relation to a date in the future. 
The key features for this product from a customer perspective is it gives 100% rate certainty. Equally, it provides protection on your business margins. But what are the downsides? Well, the main downside, Gavin, would be that if rates subsequently move in your favour, you won't be able to take advantage of that for the portion that you have hedged. And for the term you've hedged as well. Correct. And in terms of how you go about applying for a forward contract facility to actually get a forward contract. Yeah, it, it, it's probably worth mentioning in terms of its comparison to the spot. The spot rate does not require any credit facility to be provided, but with the forward contract it does. So there is that extra element of lift that has to happen from a customer perspective. What I would suggest to customers who are interested in this product is that they engage with their bank immediately as it will have to go through a credit process. This is obviously a MIFID product and obviously there are regulatory, legal and compliance obligations that have to be met prior to dealing. Okay, Paul, is there a product that has the benefits of both spot FX and forward FX where you can have both the rate certainty piece and potential opportunity if rates subsequently moved in your favour as a customer? Uh, There is, Gavin, and in fairness, this question came up quite a bit during our workshops throughout the country. Um, the product that we're referring to is a vanilla FX option, which which is actually part of the FX derivatives family. As we've outlined from the spot FX, you've got flexibility of the rate. And then in the opposite with the FX forward, you've got certainty of the exchange rate. What the FX option does is it combines both products in terms of giving you the 100% certainty, whilst giving you the 100% flexibility to avail of a better rate if currencies move in your favour. The drawback, I would say, of the product is is an upfront premium cost. The cost of the premium up front is determined by the strike rate that you choose to protect, the nominal amount that you want to hedge, and for the time period that you want to hedge in place for. Thank you, Paul. Since the UK snap election in 2017, which the previous Prime Minister, Theresa May, famously uh, failed to get her majority in, Euro sterling has broadly traded between 87 and 90p. Has an element of complacency crept in with regards to the potential downside risks or weakness for sterling? Gavin, in short, yes. But to bring customers back to the key team for managing foreign exchange risk, what rate can my company not afford to buy or sell payable or receivables? In our experience of servicing business customers, some combination of the currency accounts, spot effects, forward contracts or FX derivatives can be the most prudent way for you to hedge your business FX requirements rather than choosing one single product. The mix of products can also change depending on your business circumstances over time. Paul, thanks for your input on managing foreign exchange risk appreciated. John, back to you. Can you please sum up for our customers the four clear steps that AIB believes are necessary for businesses to get finance ready for Brexit? Yes, very happy to recap, Gavin. As I mentioned earlier on, there are essentially four steps. Firstly, you have to establish a deferred payment account revenue and put a comprehensive guarantee in place with your bank. Secondly, you need to look to establish your working capital requirements for a hard Brexit scenario. Thirdly, establish your investment term debt requirements where you need to diversify into new products and markets to maintain your business's viability post-Brexit and actually take it as an opportunity to invest. And finally, manage your foreign exchange risk. As I said earlier on, the most important thing is to act now and get the appropriate facilities in place so that when Brexit does happen, your business is in a position to continue to trade. So there's a key message coming through this podcast today, and that is get on to your bank if you have any concerns or queries with regards to how best to prepare for Brexit in both the finance and including the, the foreign exchange space too. What Brexit supports are available from AIB for our customers across the nation? 
We've a number. Firstly, the most important thing is for um, any of our customers, no different to any other bank customers, to contact their ORM as soon as possible to have these conversations. And we have been having a lot of them already. So what support does AIB have? Firstly, we've a number of supports, including a dedicated Brexit phone line 0818 300 081 and 32 Brexit advisors nationwide whose core roles support our SME and farming customers manage their potential Brexit impact. We also have a very useful online tool which has been used by a huge number of our customers called the Brexit Ready Check, which will give any customer a quick snapshot on how the business is impacted by Brexit. And I would certainly encourage any of our customers or indeed any businesses in the country to use that free available online tool through the AB Business website. Our FX Centre houses a wide range of information, including economic analysis, Brexit insights and a weekly podcast. And again, that's available through the AIB website. Act now so your business is as prepared as possible for Brexit. John, as a bank, we started planning for Brexit uh, back in 2016, in fact, six months before the referendum. And we've mobilised many key parts of the bank to, to ensure customers are fully supported through this challenge. Well, absolutely. Look, Brexit, we see Brexit as just another challenge and a journey for both our customers and indeed the bank. But I'm very comfortable and I know we collectively in AB are very comfortable that most businesses in Ireland already are very well capable of meeting any challenge that they face. Um, and Brexit is just another one of those. AIB, no different to a lumber banks, stands ready to support and is very much open for business for our customers. And we'll do all we can to ensure that both the Brexit challenge and beyond are met and exceeded by our customers. John, thank you. For more information on this Getting Finance Ready AIB Brexit discussion, please see details and links to AIB supports attached to this podcast. John, Paul, thank you sincerely for joining us. That's John Reynolds, Head of AIB Business Centres Dublin and East, and Paul Ward, Senior Manager, AIB Customer Treasury. I think you'd agree they have both clearly articulated the four-step process that AIB is recommending for getting business customers finance ready for Brexit. This was the second episode in our Preparing for Brexit podcast series covering the customs and finance challenges for business customers. Check back for the latest weekly podcast by pressing the subscribe button to AIB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.